So, Brent, we've talked about survival horror before. When I say survival horror, uh, what comes to mind? Um, without just directly saying the Resident Evil series. Yeah, exactly. Without <laughs> just being like, uh, Resident Evil remake, uh, October yeah. <laughs> podcast for two people. Yeah, welcome, welcome back. Welcome <laughs> to the show. No, okay, survival horror, I would say, is um, uh, limited resources. Yes. Uh, horror atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoopy. Jump scares. There's jump scares. There's a few. Um, not jump scares, but scares <laughs> that last. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Existential terror. Yeah. Dread. Oh, yeah. Um, resource management. Uh, time management. Yeah. By resource management, I mean, like, do I want to spend these bullets to defeat this enemy? Yeah, and oddly enough, another thing How that's many also... healing items do I have? Yeah, and another thing that has been prominent in survival horror for no real reason other than Resident Evil puzzle solving oh yeah gotta have puzzles <laughs> you gotta have puzzles <laughs> in survival horror yeah you better know how to, how a fucking chessboard works motherfucker cause that's what this puzzle's about or how to read a clock yeah. and also a painting at the same time how familiar are you with the Chinese Zodiac <laughs> cause there's a game I played where you gotta be, you gotta kinda know what's going yeah, on yeah yeah so what a wonderful idea that got essentially came to be because they're like, people don't want to fucking play the first uh, one. One more. Uh, limited saves. Limited saves, yeah. Let's get that out there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So limited everything. Yes. Which is an absolute far cry from where the series kind of ended up before we started seeing Biohazard. You know, Resident Evil 7. You know, it's uh, it's kind of it's that's a very different entry, and we'll it's likely need an episode tremendously different. Like when we end up covering the series as a whole, I wanted to kind of get that out there. We should, as, we should, like just quick aside, <clears throat> we should spend some time to play that game with or right? without VR. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, it's it's one of those things. Like I had a disclaimer that I kind of want to kick off the episode with. It's just about the content that you guys are, are going to find in today's episode. Now, you'll see by the title and obviously what we've said so far, this is the Resident Evil remake that originally released in 2002 on GameCube. We don't want you to get confused and think that this could possibly be about the entire Resident Evil series or that you know we would actually be covering the entire uh, Resident Evil series um, in parts in this episode. You should know the episode name if you looked at this, but mm -hmm. this will primarily focus on that particular game. There will be a few the quick asides here and there from us as you like Yeah, you've come to love it. <laughs> or but, absolutely fucking hate it. But here you are. Uh, that being said, this episode will cover the Resident Evil remake, which is the first game remade on the GameCube in 2002. Yes. No other games. Yeah. So what makes this game so special that we would handpick this out of the entire series to talk about? Uh, do you want me to just name them all off? Yeah, dude. Like, rapid fire. Throw it at me. Alright, well, first of all, back, uh, Beautiful graphics. Absolutely, yeah. Beautiful you, back, uh, beautiful environments. They actually hired actors and actresses for full body motion capture, including the face and voice, and uh, they actually had 60% of the animations done in full motion capture. The other 40% were actually animated from scratch, which is uh, pretty fucking nuts for the GameCube. Yeah. And uh, the backgrounds. The backgrounds are different, too. 
um, very uh, cinematic uh, camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, that it it uh it feels like a horror movie. It does, yeah, and it looks like the like a horror movie. Like just walking around, it it feels like the suspense of a horror film. Yeah, like uh, every like the, the building up or atmosphere of one. Yeah, and everyone that you know reviewed it, we love reviewers here. <laughs> but uh, like you know, even people like IGN even talked about how fucking beautiful the game was. Oh, he said IGN. <laughs> yeah, thank you for translating. Sometimes I just barf out my mouth when I when I feel you know that's, that's, that's the lifestyle, man. <laughs> Always barfing, you know me. Never stop. So. It was it was definitely heralded as like one of the most beautiful fucking games that had come out. I mean, other than you know games like Metroid Prime, things like that that were coming out around the time, um, this was the most realistic thing that the GameCube had ever hashed out. Yeah, and honestly, still like I still talk about how beautiful this game looks. Like it looks fucking amazing. Uh, memorable monsters. One in particular mm-hmm. that I'm sure we'll probably have a whole like yes. forty minutes. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> dialogue yeah. on. Um, very memorable uh, monsters. Um, in encounters. Yeah. And for those of you that played the original one, when you picked up the remake, and you thought you fucking knew what was like going on. All. Yeah. You fucking knew nothing. Yeah. Um. Uh, two campaigns. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris and Jill. Chris and Jill. Each with their own, like, it's almost like two different games, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, you're technically kind of doing the same puzzles. Right, but you're also interacting like, with different people in different ways. Someone can do this, but the other character can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And that also leads into the different items that they actually have, and a decision that was made um, by Shinji Mikami and his team. Whereas before, Jill's lockpick actually took up space in her inventory. Same thing with Chris's lighter. Now they actually have their own, like, kind of separate side inventory that are, like, key items. Yeah. So now it actually made it easier because now you don't have to worry about carrying around said lockpick or around the lighter so that you can fucking make a map or, like, (laughs) light up a room. Or, you know, uh, properly dispose of enemy corpses. Yeah, because that's a fucking thing. That's a thing you have to worry about now. Yeah, and uh, the the addition. Yeah, and the addition of another limited resource. Um, But, uh, you know, like, so they free up uh, the surprises. Yeah. uh, compared to the first, the original. And a lot of, like, good decisions in actually changing some of the mechanics of the game. Uh, allowing you to actually hold on to more items and uh, kind of manage your items a little bit better. Um, pretty good and effective soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, there absolutely. are, like, stompers that I'm gonna, like, bump on my, my iPod mm-hmm. mini all day. But, um, it's, uh, very effective for the game. Exactly. And as you may remember from our Shinji Mikami episode, this would turn out to be one of the most explosive, terrifying, and most critically acclaimed titles Shinji Mikami would come to release in his life. Hopefully, he's got something else up his sleeve. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. But, uh... It ain't no Sebastian Castellanos. <laughs> like, Definitely not. Yeah. Chris is honestly a little bit more likable than Castellanos to me. Yeah. Especially original, like, I'm just a good boy, Chris. Not like, I punch boulders and eat dick for breakfast. I, I like I like OG, Chris. Yeah. Um. You haven't seen Evil Within 2, Sebastian? 
Correct. He actually has, like, a little more, like, personality. Instead of just getting grits and... Instead of just getting grits and going, like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? Shit. How do I stop this thing? What the? Yeah. What the? Yeah. Just constantly, what the? So, to me, it's incredibly interesting and nearly impossible to imagine that Shinji Mikami had started this out with a team of four programmers trying to figure out what he would need to do to make this game updated. Now, this all came to be because Nintendo was like, hey, you're going to give us Resident Evil 4, and that means we want system exclusivity. Now, that also means we want all your other games, which would include Resident Evil, the first one, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, and Resident Evil Code Veronica. So there was a Code Veronica Portuguese game, wasn't yes. there? Okay. So, I couldn't remember I was like hallucinating that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, because there was an episode where I was like, no, bro, like I have a physical copy of the GameCube Code Veronica. Like, I promise. So I played it on the OG Dreamcast, like yeah. Moss? Yeah. I mean, like I did too. <laughs> but <laughs> like any, any other until, schmuck like, that loves Resident Evil, I've got to buy every adaptation of every game that there is. And like the, the GameCube remake was the first one I actually like beat on my own. Yeah, same. I think that's another reason we have been affected by the nostalgia factor of this game. But it's still, to me, it's the second best Resident Evil game in the series just because Resident Evil 4, which will also have its own episode, I'm sure, Probably. because it's, it's such a far cry from where the series came from that it's going to be uh, interesting enough to actually talk about it. And Resident Evil Remake, to me kind of heralds the glorious beginning that we could have had. It was like the well high as... point of classic Resident Evil. Exactly. I mean, some people probably argue Resident Evil 2 is the best, and I wouldn't blame them. It's really fucking good. Yeah. But, um, to, for me, I would I would, I would, give my, my, my vote to this to particular remake. game right here. Yeah, exactly. Like, to me, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard to choose between remake and four, and when it comes right down to it, it's the playability and, um the strangeness of 4, as well as, like, the high action. But I see them as two very, very different games. And with Remake, like I was saying, it's it's that bright, shining gem of the classic RE series, but it also marks... Yeah, for me, definitely the high watermark before it kind of started to Exactly. It, it, it shows off that it's that high point, but it is also the end. Of classic which Resident, we had Evil. Resident Evil Zero. Yes, which is, like, which is actually the reason why they decided to go with Resident Evil 4's uh, style of gameplay. When Resident Evil Zero didn't perform to the way that they wanted, they're like, "Oh man, we gotta change it up. We gotta man. change it up." I mean, yeah, it had been like the same formula mm-hmm. since 1996. Exactly, so and so when we get eight to years, eight nine years of. The same, the same thing, yeah, the same formula. Game. And so, like, when we kind of get into what makes Resident Evil 1 Remake a little bit different from the original and from the rest of the series, uh, we're going to kind of show you the branching path that the series took to go to where it is uh, now and why that happened. But, for instance, with, with the first one and its exclusivity... The big problem here is that Mikami felt that it wouldn't hold up. It would not gauge, like, it wouldn't be able to hold players' interest because it just it was not pretty. 
It didn't look good. It was hard to it was play. Very primitive. Yeah, it was incredibly primitive. I mean, it's still like an important game looking mm-hmm. back, but like, yeah, no, like and just Nintendo releasing wanted the game as is. Yeah, no. Well, you had like you know two Nemesis and Veronica that were simply ports mm-hmm. that would not work for the first one. Mikami did not want to show his like kindergarten drawings alongside his. Yeah, I've been in college for a while as an artist, and here's my portfolio. Uh, so. Literally, just him and four uh, programmers were like, okay, so what do we got to do to do this right? And they literally built the game back up from the ground up. Granted, they had a lot of the same um, assets, but those pre-rendered backgrounds that, that the series is known for... Like, there's, like, so many, like, just beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. environments. Going through the hallway where there's uh, the tiger statue in... Uh, well, I say, like, right beautiful, but they're, like, horrifying. Horrifying, or, yeah. Like, very... Some are, like, very gothic art, mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. Um, you know, like, decrepit buildings. Yeah. Yeah, it's really effective. Yeah, like, the, the one scene... Just when they ooze with, like, detail. Yeah, and the one scene that I can think of when, um, when I think about how good the game looked and the backgrounds and the art style is when you come into the hallway... And on your right-hand side, there's a zombie hiding down, like, a short hallway with that tiger statue in that kind of alcove. And then ahead of you is just a long hallway full of windows. It's nighttime, and the moonlight's pouring in, and there's, like, the silhouettes of leaves moving against the wall. And it's kind of going over your character's face and body. And, like, that lighting, the look, the sound. And then after a while, you have zombies, you know, like, tapping on the windows, and you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to get in. They're going to fucking get in. And just that, and that so it's like they're they're like really like basic rooms, but yeah. they're still like really terrifying just because like it, it feels like a very real place. It does, yeah. Even it, though it's like the fucking Spencer Mansion is a weird fucking place. I also like the 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 graveyard in the backyard for some reason. And they expanded on that in the remake. I don't even think it was in the original. It was very short. It wasn't a graveyard. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was not a graveyard. It was yeah. like it was, you know, like a backyard, mm-hmm. like you know, where there's a doghouse and like. But yeah, they increased it by like eighty percent. How about a fucking like, tw- like thirty step staircase that leads into a fucking oh. dungeon where they have a coffin hung up because by chains and they have a the fucking doom slayer in the yeah. coffin apparently. Yeah, and like the faces of death. Yeah. Or just, like, you know, the, effigies behind him. Just There's like a the, fucking furnace keeping the room warm the for The weirdest no fucking uh, puzzle ever. Go find these four masks to open this coffin. Yeah, because you have to. You have to. There's important things in there. You need it. <laughs> it's so fucking terrifying. Yeah, like, I remember every time, you know, like, you, you put a... A mask on one of the effigies. One of the chains fucking falls, and then just blood pours out of the fucking casket. Like, was it? You know, was fuck? it blood or was it dirt? I really don't know. I'm pretty I, sure. I gotta it was, look at it. Again. It yeah. just looks like yeah, like me, like dried up, like fucking crusty ass blood. Or something. <sighs> yeah. It's like why? That's like, why could it be? And you know, like another thing that they did with the remake when they did stuff like that that was brand new, they weren't just like, oh, here's this thing for shock value. You found diary entries talking about the guy that ended up in that coffin and why he got put in there. Like, and then, you know, of course, the addition of a different character side story thing that we're going to get into in a bit, but like, they don't just throw new things in there and be like, okay, you know, uh, curveball. It's like, you find. 
these little bits of information. I really like that scene in Jill's campaign mm-hmm. where you go into that like that study that has like the the insect. Oh um, um, yeah. What do you call them? Like yeah, like, it's you know like those insects. Entomology, like, yeah. fucking yeah. yeah, like insects like pinned, pinned on the boards. I yeah, don't know, I can't fucking remember what you For call it. Even though I made one in eighth grade. Um, <laughs> and uh, you meet Barry there. Yeah. And like. It's just something very off. First, he gives you a note where it's like, this guy's like, hey, I'm infected. I'm yeah. going to die. But instead of letting myself be killed, I can hear him outside my door. I'm just going to write a note to my wife, I guess. I'm like, I love you, but uh, I'm going to... Oh, this the is dude that hangs himself, right? No, this is before you get to the guardhouse. Okay. This is like, I think he... I can't. I think he said he was going to shoot himself. Okay. And they uh, like, uh, Barry hands it to you, but then it's just like, half of this has been torn off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what? I really like Resident Evil, the remakes, like, like you can't really, also now, now you can't, yeah, the intrigue, you can't really, now you can't, like, trust, like, something's clearly going on with, like, your squad mates. Yeah. Like, it should, it, it should be corny as hell. Let me lay, lay this out for you. The Stars team. Yeah. Um, was the special forces police force in fucking bumfuck Illinois. Yeah. We'll call it. Yeah. Yep. Why? Yes. Led by Shades McCool. <laughs> yeah. Albert Wesker. Yeah. And everybody has their own specialties. Yeah. I'm the demolitions man. What, you gonna blow up fucking, like, crack houses? <laughs> yeah, like, what What did the Stars team do? I kind of want to see, like, a, I want to see, like, a zero, like, <laughs> negative one. Where yeah, like, where it's them Stars without team. zombies. Yeah, yeah. Like, what did Stars team do for? Anyways... Your elite badass police force yeah. is now in Zombie Mansion. And things aren't what they seem now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> People are disappearing. Yeah. Like You gotta go find Bravo Team, though, dog. Yeah. I really did like finding Bravo Team, though. Because, like, yeah. you know, like, you don't know anything about them. It's just like, oh, here's, like, people who are badass as you, and now they're fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, you... F- and, like... But, uh, you know, like, you, you find Forrest. It's like, it's like, um... You know, like, Aliens? Yes. That whole, like, first half of the movie is, like, these big mm. dick badass marines, like, yeah, we'll fuck everything up, and then once they get to the planet, within minutes, they're just pretty much wiped out. Yeah. The ineffectiveness of, like, military machismo. Yeah, exactly. Against and true evil and, yeah, and, and fear. Yeah, made, rendered ineffective against a superior threat. Exactly. Like, when you can't just shoot something in the heart and watch it go down... Yeah. You know, like, so, like, Forrest, the demolitions guy with the grenade launcher that you end up picking up in the game uh, fairly early if you end up, you know, like, you get the keys or whatever the fuck that you need. <laughs> if you're a fucking speedrun expert like me, not really, but... <laughs> if, you, pretty quick. if you cheese through the walls and... So, anyway, like, you find Forrest, and he's sitting out there on the veranda in a chair, all pecked to fuck. Like, he is dead as hell. You take the grenade launcher, and, like, you hear the crows, everything, like, around you, and you're like, ugh, don't feel so good about that. Now, then he fucking gets up after you get, uh, like, you know, a screen away from him with with the static camera angles and everything like that. You hear him stand up, and, like, it goes, like, widescreen, you know? Like, it it goes into, like, almost like a cutscene. You just hear someone stand up out of a chair. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, huh. uh, fuck. Huh? And then really fast footsteps. 
And he'll come back later after you go to New Game Plus. Yeah, and he's got some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> and so, um, you know, like, there's him, there's uh, dealing with uh, Brad Chickenheart Vickers, you know, like, in the second game. Okay. Like, you know, he fucking leaves, and then you find out his, uh, his demise. You know, again, just kind of adding to, like, the funness of not knowing these characters very well, but then having to... You know. Why would you? <laughs> you put a guy in your team that you've nicknamed Chicken Heart. Yeah, he's your ride out. What do you think's gonna happen? And right. what does happen? He fucking leaves them like almost immediately. Yeah, he's like, nope. And then yeah. he's like, okay, I fucked up. I should, I should, I should try to get a hold of them, see where they're at, and try and pick them up. But yeah, I guess most of them are dead now. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fine though. I, I tried. Uh, do you remember Bandana Guy from Bravo Team that just gets like, he Joseph. Can't, yeah, Joseph cannot fucking shoot for can, shit. Can, couldn't shoot the dogs. Uh, he did get tricked, though. Well, no, I thought that he was the one that uh, that got uh, got by the uh, the zombie of Resident Evil. You know, the one that turns its head real slow at you. The Is, one that we're going to talk about? Well, no, he's uh, he's the, like, you have a videotape. That you get oh, from his Kenneth. Camera. Kenneth, that's right. Yeah. Kenneth, yeah. Kenneth, yes. He can't is, shoot at all. Yeah. And uh, he ends up just Maybe like he getting did, but it just wasn't enough. I don't know. Like, it always looked like he I mean, really shot shady. over the fucking shoulder and shit. <laughs> he was trying to do, like, gun kados. Yeah, like, trying to do a style meter. Yeah, and like, do a taunt. Come on, do your job, zombie. And then it did. It fucking monched the fuck out of him. Monched his skull right off. And so, yeah, like... And that's why he doesn't come back. Yeah. Uh, Then, of course, like, you know, Rebecca Chambers is there, and she's from Zero, and you play through what she dealt with before this fucking nightmare. Zero's a giant fucking retcon. Yeah. Because, like... You meet Rebecca in the first game, and it's like, she's Mm. green as hell. Yeah. Even though, like, you think by the end of Zero, she'd be, like... Hardened as fuck. Because, um... Branching storylines in this game, Resident Evil. Yeah. You can fuck up... Uh-huh. And Rebecca can die in Chris's campaign. Yeah. And there's a specific moment where that happens. Yeah. <laughs> she lets herself get killed if you don't get there in time to stop it. Yeah. By a hunter. Mm. Big lizard man. Yeah, a skinned gorilla with claws. <laughs> Which is, a, uh, they're a little more terrifying in the remake. Oh, God. Mostly because the first cutscene where you get, as Tyler said, creature vision... Or raper cam, as I like to call it. Fuck. <laughs> uh, just a little like creature like skittering down a hallway from its perspective, jumps up a ladder, and it gets to a door. How do you think it deals with this door? I would say that it would probably slash it open with its claws and boot it. Nope, it just reaches out with his little long scaly arm and turns it down and opens it. This little creature just opening doors. I don't know why that's funny to me. Go look up. Go look up, like, the original Resident Evil, like, Hunter, first Hunter, something like that. Yeah, Hunter cutscene. Yeah, Hunter yeah. encounter cutscene. It should be, like, 20, 18, 20 seconds. You should watch it so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, Branchy Storylines, why was Zero, like, why did Zero have to be a huge fucking retcon like that? Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but right. it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know why I said all that. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, like we were talking about the way the, the, the series, yeah, and you know, the developing of the the development of the characters. The only character that they were like, oh man, who could we fucking put more? Uh... Wasn't it down to a boat, kinda? Yes, because it was like want... Barry Burton. Yeah, it was Rebecca Barry Chambers. 
And, like, yeah, Rebecca couldn't really team up with Barry. Yeah. Because, like, we already saw, like, oh, well, what about Claire from fucking Resident Evil 2? Like, oh, yeah, you got Code Veronica. You went to the island. Yeah. And you dealt with Grabloids. And you hung out with fucking Steve. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> I think my favorite, um, like, flavor text or, like, when you inspect something in that game is when Steve tries grabbing the Golden Lugers and then gets stuck in the microwave room. Yeah. And then, like, when you go and look at the monitor, it just says, Steve is suffering. (laughs) 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 I'm going to take my time and figure out how to get you out of there. Yeah. Just hang tight. I got you. Help! Help! Help me! (laughs) I am suffering! (laughs) (laughs) So, overall, it would be one hell of a challenge for the team to actually make this remake but overall one that would pay off very well and for many years to come the team set off to create the remake in 2001 and the development would last one year and four months there were a lot of changes talked about in this remake that actually didn't make it and also some things that didn't make the original game that actually made their way into the remake one of the original ideas uh, they wanted to do for the remake was make the zombies invisible (laughs) how the fuck do you have a survival horror game one where you kill zombies with invisible fucking zombies like i'm aware of the game modes that you can unlock yeah but if that was the norm the main game yeah i would have been just a piece of shit who the fuck that's like the comic of like okay guys how do we make this remake really good and someone's like Faster, more terrifying zombies. They're like, good, I like it. I like it. More smart, terrifying creatures. Yeah, I like it. What if the zombies were invisible and then that guy just gets thrown out the fucking window? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I did end up beating invisible zombie mode. Right. But the only reason I... Yeah, because that's was, an actual I, mode. I kind of had knowledge. Yeah. And, like, they, they do appear, but, like, they're not... Like, they appear when they attack you, and I think that sometimes they just... If they try to attack you... Mm-hmm. So if, like, a zombie, like, reaches out to try and grab you, then you'll see them. Because you can kind of, like, bait them. Yeah. And plus it's just, like, kind of remembering where they're at. And I think sometimes you can see, like... I can't remember if you can see, like, shadows. Mm. Or, like... That'd be difficult. If they're, like, walking in, like, puddles, you'll see, right. like, footsteps. Or, like... I can't remember. It's been a long time since I played the invisible mode. Right. So I didn't even play in the HD remake, so I was like, I don't want to deal with that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh, I just meant to say that HD remake that came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, the remake gave us some super awesome unlockables, such as the Samurai Edge costumes for Chris and Jill, the invisible zombie mode that Brent just uh, let us in on, I New liked, Game Plus, and Classic Mode. I like seeing uh, Jill's Nemesis outfit in, in, in the updated engine. Yeah, in, the, uh, cool, in that updated one like where you can play, you know, like you obviously still have all of Chris's uh, costumes, but you can also play as Resident Evil 5 Chris and Resident Evil 5 Jill. <laughs> like... In case you want to play as big, muscly arms Chris, who looks like a fucking cartoon character compared to his original Resident Evil character model. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I can't, remember, I can't remember all of Chris. Didn't he get like a suave, like stylish motherfucker outfit? But then he also had his Code Veronica stars outfit, and which is like biker, very similar. And a biker costume, like a okay. biking costume. Yeah, a bicyclist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. No. <laughs> that wasn't it. Um, you sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure that's in there. Like, 99% sure. Like, straight up, like, spandex? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck game you play. Don't look it up. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up right now, dude. You can look it up after the episode, after this is published, and be like, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, okay. That never happens. <laughs> So some folks may say that this game had a false difficulty as it is not actual skill so much as it is caution and using the game's uh, firing mechanics so that you could actually get the game to play for you, you know, like you're using... Well, trying to aim manually in Resident Evil fucking sucks. Yeah. It's, I, it, the combat's like not great. No. But it's still, like, effective, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to fire, and then I'm going to do a quick turnaround and run, and then hold the aim button down so I can do a quick turnaround and aim right at it again. Yep. Like, it, it works. It works. Once you, you know, get a good feel for it, like any game, really. And allows you to kind of figure out if you are in a room with a zombie. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm going to turn around and look at the door I just came in, and now I'm going to hold the aim button down and yeah. see if I aim at something. Yep, exactly, because your character will snap. Yeah. To aim at a monster, which is uh, incredibly really like effective a, to know really your like surroundings. A, I don't like off-screen monster conundrum. Yeah, and this which one it, had it some happen. of, yeah. It can happen. Which is why, you know, some people are like, well, that's just false difficulty. You know, like, your camera angle is working against me. But the idea of the camera angle, especially in the remake and the other adaptations of the remake that we've seen over the years, that is part of the uh, experience they want you to have. They they want that to build suspense for you. They want something to hide just around a corner from mm-hmm. you. You know, like, that's the whole thing. That's why, for the longest time, the remake would still only be in a 4-3 ratio and not widescreen. And it would actually be a hump that they would have to cross down the road. And I'll get to that when we start talking about the 2015 release of the HD remaster. So the changing camera angles that I was talking about in hallways and rooms, along with the fixed camera view that would be up in a corner or up on a wall or just over the shoulder or even from like the front of you and you have to run towards the camera, you know, created some very, very uh, fun encounters with things such as hunters and the Cerberus or, you know, zombie dogs uh, and of course zombies and a new terrifying creature that we've been hinting at the entire time known as the Crimson Head. This allowed them to hide in plain view, which is why the the snap aim system was so helpful. Because even if you could just get a bullet off and then run. Yeah. You know, just fucking... One good shotgun blast. Yeah. And just go. This would force a player to act with caution and, of course, learn the game's mechanics to help determine if they were in a room alone or if they were literally face-to-face with... I mean, a lot Some of it's sort just, of like, listening, too. Mm-hmm. Just, like... Oh. Yeah. Like, or, you know, hear, like, splorchy steps. Yeah, dude, the splorchy steps were super fucking just... I feel like it, mm. if there was a crimson head in the room, like, they, like, oftentimes knew you were there right away. Yeah, and if they did, like, their, uh... You should actually... Why not, right now, have some fucking audio? Yeah. Just try and, like... Because it sounds bad, man. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, when they stand back up, yeah, like just they don't even push themselves up. They're like, I'm up now. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, good, and then just immediately sprinting. Yeah, I remember that one, like the I think it's like the mirror second, room, the second floor hallway. Yeah, like the it's like, oh hey, there's a zombie here. I should probably burn that. I got the armor key now too. Yep. 
just gonna. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just really confused. I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, what is this kerosene in this fucking room here for? Like, why, why would I? Why would I need this? Yeah, it must be for a puzzle. Like what? Either a puzzle or like a new lantern item that in I'll. In a have. way, it is a puzzle. <laughs> in a way, though, it is a puzzle. <laughs> the entire. The entire Resident Evil series is just one big zombie puzzle. It one big puzzle. It really was though. Moreover, I would like to talk uh, about some of the different items and decisions to change how people carry those items, as well as some of the monsters that we would run into uh, in this game, um, is like remake versus original. For instance, we have the self defense weapons, which Chris uh, and Jill both got, which were incredibly limited. Yeah. And they were more like to... Get out of jail. Free card, basically. Yeah, oh, you fucked up and you were about to get bit? Well, not anymore. But some of them were a little bit more effective than others. Chris had the knife, as well as stun grenades. Yeah. Which he could shove in a zombie's mouth, and then you could aim at the head and blow off the head. Which is like a really, like... It's like, I don't... I want this zombie gone. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want it to come back. Exactly. I don't have any kerosene on me right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go get it. Yep. I think I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And so you allow a zombie to bite at you so you can shove a stun grenade. Because what do you have to do to ensure that you... any zombie doesn't come back as a crimson head? Destroy the head or incinerate it. Yeah. And how often do you destroy the head on a zombie? If it's a handgun, one in ten. One in one ten. One in ten handgun kills will be head explosions. Yep. Uh, for a shotgun, it's... I think it's one out of three, or maybe it's two out of three. Yeah. And Magnum, it's like, if you hit the head, it's always. Yeah. But you shouldn't be fucking around with the Magnum that early on. <laughs> exactly. Or using it to just shoot at zombie heads. Yeah. Um, oh. If you were really cool, mm-hmm. you would you would uh, get multiple zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and then, like, put a grenade in one, because I think it had splash damage. I imagine that it did. I feel like I remember before. that it that it had done that I felt pretty cool what, what else was really cool is that um, if you used the dagger mm-hmm. and like jammed it in the zombie's head and then got a head explosion kill you could get that you could pick the knife back, back up yep that's pretty dope <laughs> yeah that is pretty fucking sweet it's, it's, it's one of the sweetest feelings in the game it's like oh my god cool yeah. I can use this again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it, it literally will save you. It can make and break a playthrough, especially if you're speedrunning. But if you're speedrunning, you're probably not getting bit at by yeah, zombies. Yeah, you you're already fucking up big time if you're getting got like that. Yeah. And so, uh, what did Jill have? Well, she had a fucking taser. Which was cool. Yeah. But, like, I think it just did more damage than a dagger, basically. Yeah. Uh, there didn't was... incinerate them, unfortunately. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like I remembered, like, maybe once or twice. It looked cool. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. It would, I mean, like, yeah, it looked also, cool, like, but... Also, like, very yeah. weird that a taser would work on a zombie. Right. Considering, like, tasers are, like, they, like, shock the nervous system, or, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, it would still affect muscles? Yeah, I, don't I don't fucking zombie anatomy. Yeah. I ain't no fucking Albert Wesker. So, yeah, I mean... Anyways, yeah. Sometimes cool. a self-defense weapon would, would help you out, and, uh... Like, you should probably use the taser over the dagger anyways, but... Exactly, yeah. Now, it's very important to note that a zombie's head is definitely better when blown off, which I think we can all agree with. Right. And same thing if it's burned up and it can't move. 
that rings absolutely true when it comes to Resident Evil Remake. And the development team came up with a far worse idea than making those zombies invisible when they created the Crimson Heads and had that kerosene idea uh, throughout the fucking game. Because how many times can you even fill up at one kerosene tank? It's like three Depends. or four. Some of them are half more than others, but yeah, yeah it's like some. I think I have like four uses, mm-hmm. like four fill-ups tops. Yeah, like you, your canteen could carry two uses. Yeah. So when you're out and about, I think you every, can decide. I, think I don't tank want. Had four, yeah, four like uses. And I can't really remember more than like three or four of those kerosene tanks in the game. Honestly. Yeah, there's, that's probably about maybe like four or five times. So you can decide maybe at maximum that like say around fourteen to sixteen zombies don't get to come back. Yeah. So you can't just even go around and burn all the zombies anyway. You can kind of cheat though, because like you can you can skip a lot of the zombies that you may kill in the first part of the mansion. Because when you come back, they'll be replaced with hunters. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. At least they don't come back. <laughs> but why do they gotta be there at all, man? So if a player didn't succeed in blowing off the zombie's head, like we had just said, and gave you the uh, the ratios as to when you know you you can succeed at blowing off a zombie's head. Then you gotta deal with these crimson heads. It's usually better to just try and run away from them, which makes the environment that much more terrifying. Because you can't just dispatch everything that makes you scared. Yeah. You have to deal with it. And that, I think, really brings uh, a bright and beautiful thing to survival horror as a whole. Not just your limited resources, but the fact that like you can't fucking deal with it, buddy. Yeah. You just gotta you just gotta move around. You I mean, gotta learn how to deal with it. It's like alright, well I, I remember killing like two or three zombies in this hallway and I don't need anything <laughs> in in like these rooms that you can only get to in there. Like yeah. I got everything I need. Mm-hmm. So now I can just kind of avoid that hallway now while the rest of the time in this part of the mansion because like there's usually other ways to get to wherever the wherever you need to go. Usually. Mm-hmm. And something to add with Crimson Heads, like I just want to say, like how how great it was for them to decide we're gonna make them turn into something more terrifying. We're not just gonna have them bubble away. We're not gonna have them just disappear or repopulate or anything like that. They're going to lay there like a fucking doormat. And yeah, I really remember thinking it was weird. I was like, oh wow, like they're sticking around. Why? Yeah. Anyway, oh, well, I guess it's just like, yeah, they're just. They just wanted to take up space. Yeah, like, it looks cool. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, ooh, spooky zombie. Oh, is it going to come back? Yeah. And then the motherfuckers always, like, literally just lift themselves off the ground like it's fucking nothing. Their fucking skin is gone. They have claws. They barf acid. And they're, like, four times as fast. Mm-hmm. And they deal massive damage. They do big, big hits. And, like, that is so much worse than just, like... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just bubbling away into the that, carpet. That's how I hope I go when I die. Bubble away yeah. into the carpet. I think we talked about that. I leave behind um, <laughs> some pesetas. Some pesetas. <laughs> so along with Crimson Heads, we have the side story of Lisa Trevor, which was supposed to be part of the original release, actually. And the team went as far as creating an entire new area of the map and expanded on the game, such as the graveyard, and all for the better. Yeah. Like, Brent, what do you remember about the story of Lisa Trevor? Everything. <laughs> right, exactly. Because um, what was your experience like learning about Lisa Trevor, dealing with her, and your initial experience actually seeing Lisa Trevor? 
Um, when you first meet her, it's in a cabin. Yeah. And at this point, when when I first play these games, I kind of felt like I had to attack everything that I came across. Yeah. Um, you had to deal with it. You had so, to dispatch it. So can you imagine my dismay when I emptied all of my shotgun rounds? <laughs> oh my god. And then just got, I was like, well, this isn't, uh, it's kind of like, I, I was like, okay, I cannot kill this. I gotta run. I, I for some reason that just hadn't really occurred to me. You know, most video games I play, it's like, here's an enemy, fight it. Yeah. And you know, I've, I'd played Resident Evil games before, that one, but like, I still felt like I had to do all that. Right. Exactly. And then later on, you start finding diary entries, you find out um, the architect of the Spencer Mansion uh, got fucking double-crossed. Yep. Because Umbrella's evil, cartoonishly evil. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, believe they... I think they buried him alive. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what exactly they did to his wife. Yeah, it was kind of hazy because by they, the time that you they, find that... They used that, her as an experiment for the virus, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And they also used uh, their daughter as an experiment. Yeah. And she... Had, I don't know if, like, it was... I think they gave her, like, a, 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 a prototype virus, which and I think... And it made her we, into a fucking juggernaut. What we would probably... I think it was probably, the like, a prototype of the G virus. G? <laughs> but, like, she kind of maintained part of her, her brain. And, like, yes. in... Yeah, and um, in those diary entries and things like that, where she's, like, kind of primitively talking about meeting a woman with her mother's face... And she didn't like that this woman had her mother's face, so she just tore it off. Yeah. And then it's, sewed it to her body it's so a, her mom it's was It's a with giant her hulking monstrosity with the mind of a five-year-old girl. Yep. Um, yes. That's Whereas in, it's in like part, part leather face, mm-hmm. part like pumpkin head. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, that's kind of perfect. It's like pumpkin head meets like hunchback in Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, it's you know you can you know she's coming because it's very distinct uh, uh, moaning. Yeah, and chains rattling, chains which rattling. you can hear ahead huge, of time. Uh, huge fucking shackles on her arms and oh, and just shambling faces. Yep. Yeah. Like she's got a face on each shoulder, and then like her face is all fucked up, and she's got hair covering her face, and like they added. I remember watching my brother play the first Resident Evil game and like knowing what the at least like the foyer was like, and I remembered being spooked, because you can go to the door, and you open the door, and the Cerberus dog's like, rah, 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 yeah. and like, you know, Chris shuts the door. And I was like, oh, guys, really you want fun. to see something spooky? Yeah. And I go up to the fucking door, Brent, and I open it, thinking that I'd see this cutscene, what the fuck happened to me? That just comes into the Yeah, then you fucking come into the fucking foyer, and now I have to fucking deal with dogs, and I, like, I about get got, because I was, like, screaming, not <laughs> thinking that this was gonna fucking happen. And, um... Yeah, that was fucking terrifying. That's pretty... They should have done that in the original game. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, you want to leave? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> They're yeah. still waiting for you out there. Exactly. And so, like, after I dealt with that fucking dog, because <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen, you know, I go to, like, the the side of the stairs because I'm looking for that, uh, that little box of ammunition by the stairs. And instead, I find out that there is a way to go under the stairs... And there's a creepy metal gate. And, two medallions. And you're like, huh, two medallions. And then you hear the moaning and the chains clicking. I'm like, what the ever-loving fuck yeah, I is that? that? I was like, 
I don't think I want to go down there yet. Let's see what else is around here. Yeah, like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fuck the fuck off for a while. Yeah. And go, uh, go check this shit out. And uh, it's just like, how did they, how did they decide that they were gonna do that? Like, they really, really, really made like a, they remade the tire. Yeah. But they made the tire better. <laughs> like, and like, it's a really like really disturbing tale. Mm-hmm. Like they just like the experiments that they did on her. Yeah, it honestly cements like, like, the inhumane. remake as its own it's, instant it's classic. Fucking, it's fucking twisted. It's demented. Like, yeah. And so you kind of feel bad for her, but at the same time you're like, like I need you to stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to stay away from me or I'm going to have to find some hole to kick you in. Yeah. You know, uh, so what are some things that you're glad uh, that actually added up added into this game, sorry, versus uh, previous iterations. Like, what are some things that you're glad uh, that are in this game versus previous uh, iterations, such as, like, Nemesis, Code Veronica, 2... I don't know, I think I... (laughs) Yeah? Kind of went into... I I don't know, I'm drawing blanks here. (laughs) (laughs) Such as, like, uh, you know, how you deal with item boxes, everything like that, how you deal with uh, monsters, or uh, say, like, Nemesis had your ammo bench and everything like that. Do you feel like that takes away from the game, or do you feel like it adds to it? Um, if we're talking about the Resident Evil ammo system, mm-hmm. it's cool, mm-hmm. but kind of unnecessary. Yeah. It's just more space in your inventory, mm-hmm. which is limited. Very. And a lot of times I just like maybe I'll grab this, I'll dump it off, and then I'll have it if I want to use it. Yeah. Which you don't. It's like all right, like well, it's like okay, well I guess I have some mix. I can mix some shotgun ammo because I'm kind of low. Right. Whatever. But yeah, I think it's like what was cool is like the more you mix, you made more effective ammo. Yeah. That was kind of cool. But I don't know. It's, it. I just liked. I just, just just give me the ammo. Yeah, just have it sitting there, and I can take it if I need it. And then if I really don't need it, I can put it in my box. Yeah. And I can come and grab it later. It's fine. So either, either just give me ammo, or like have that have actual ammo be very rare. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I'm gonna need to make my ammo. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like you know sometimes you're already gonna end the game with fucking, like, seven different kinds of fucking bullets just sitting around yeah. in, like, the main hub of the game, and they're just sitting there, and you're like, I don't fucking, actually, I'm not even gonna use any of these or this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just need my magnum, need my handgun, and I need my shotgun, and a lot of ammo for all of them. Yeah. And that, and then, like, you know, like, two first aids. So, <laughs> like, it's, it's just, um, I feel... Personally, the whole reason why I even put the question in the script, okay, yeah. it takes away. It takes away from the game. Because as soon as you allow me to make new resources, I am no longer worried about my resources. That doesn't mean that I'll so, make sure to make my resources when I get low. But just knowing that I have the option takes away the dread of of actually using my last bullet. Like, one of the... The original... The 
the Dreamcast version of Code Veronica, I never beat. I always got stuck at a very specific part in the game, mm-hmm. which is when you have to fight the tyrant prototype on the uh, plane. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. ran out of ammo. The stupid fucking, like, you gotta keep going back, hitting the button to hit him with the box. And, like, when he's when there's, like, blood dripping on him, now it's really time. Yeah. I always ran out of ammo there. Yeah. Because I, I didn't play the game, right? <laughs> and I also was, like, too much of a coward to use the knife for half the game. Yeah, because it was spooky. <laughs> yeah. It was real spooky. Plus that knife was... Not good. The Code Veronica knife? Okay, yeah. Overpowered as fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you use it right. How would you use the Code Veronica knife? Effectively. You get up close. Uh-huh. Uh, with a knife, obviously. But, like... <laughs> you aim down. On the right foot. Because yeah. then you, you hit him, like... If you get it, like, the right angle... Yeah. You hit him, like, seven or eight times... And then like that'll usually I did drop not them. know that that'll drop them, and then they're on they're on their face, and then you can just finish them. No it shit. It is so fucking effective. I it, never knew that. It breaks the fucking game. Uh, Wesker's um, like extreme battle mode. Yes, I he, know about that. It's like it's like they knew that. Yeah. They only give him the knife. Yeah. It's just him and a knife or and like you what, slot a, machines. Yeah, you win a fucking magnum in a slot machine, which which I, you need in order to fucking kill the ant queen. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking Code Veronica things. Yeah. But yeah. So, like, as far as what this game did better than the other adaptations, we can say that uh, it handled resource management better. You also... Okay. Another thing that we didn't necessarily have a lot of in previous games. uh, When you have to deal with... Oh, what's his fucking name? He ends up getting bit by Jan, and then uh, if you can... Yes, Richard. Richard! Uh, if Richard ends up living after getting bitten by Yawn, he comes back to save you when you have to deal with Neptune. Yeah. Now, if you've Which never is, played these games, we're talking about a massive, terrifying fucking a, snake. Yeah, a fucking 50-foot-long snake. Yeah, this takes out, like, a fucking chunk of Richard's shoulder. Like, he had to have lost, like, half of his blood. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I need serum. Like, you need... A lot of things right now. You dude. need wounds cauterized. <laughs> you, you need a lightsaber, some booze, some fucking serum, yeah. and like, yeah. and like some some type A blood or whatever your blood type is. <laughs> Donated to you, stat. Yeah. Yes, I don't like, think Rebecca has any of that. No, yeah, she's just got a little fanny pack and a shotgun. I have some first aid sprays. Psst. Psst. Much yeah. better, thank you. And then Richard, <laughs> but I'm still you know, and he's like, "Okay, man, here's my radio," and you're like, "Oh, cool, thanks, Richard." It's fucking broken. Yeah. Mm. All right. Thanks, Richard. <laughs> but then you get his cool shotgun, though. Oh yeah. It is cool. It is cool when he comes in to help you pl- uh, fight a uh, Plant Forty Two. Yep. That's see, okay, like when you have the ability to save a dude like that, and you kind of like build this kind of camaraderie. And, like, dealing with that actual time restraint and having, like, an actual uh, reward mm-hmm. for actually... Like, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, and, like, saving your buddies. Yeah, and then, like, the untimely demise. Like, that's so fucking sad. When it, when he got fucking monched by Neptune, oh, man, I felt so... Which, again, if you have not played the game, is a massive zombie shark. Yeah. <laughs> Why? The way you do actually a dispatch of uh, Neptune, though, is pretty dope. Yeah, uh... You could fuck up. You could really fuck up, dude. It's like, 
Because how do you do it? You don't equalize pressure, and then you just fucking try to drain it or something yeah, like that? Yeah, you have to get to, like, you have to get to the water control system mm-hmm. and drain the tank. Yeah. But then you have to go through this, like, waist-high water where it's corpse, yeah. quote-unquote, yeah. laying, and then climb up on this platform where there's, like, the key that you need to proceed. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when you grab that, progress happens. Yep. And then it really pisses off the shark. <laughs> Sharks don't like progress, man. Yeah, they, it wakes up and it's like, hey, jump in here, see what happens. <laughs> so, you have... Throw fins with me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the pool if you want an ass beating. Um, you, can, you can foolishly shoot at it until yeah. it dies. That's an option. Yeah. Or you can... There's a power box on this platform for some reason. Oh, yeah. You can push it into the... Um, water and then turn it on and then just fucking frying it, which is pretty dope. I felt really smart when I did that. Right. Felt like good. My, my fifth grade mind. I was like, yeah, you didn't think I'd figure that out, did you? I felt pretty good when I, uh, or you could use like a, mixing V Jolt to, to get that. rid of uh, I was like, 42. Dude, I'm fucking smart. I can do yeah. math. <laughs> I'm so good. This is why I'm the top of my class. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't go to college. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, like I said, with with how this game worked and the different things that they started to do in in Nemesis, in uh, Veronica, those would pave the way to the other side of Resident Evil, where we step away from this uh, critical thinking and having to manage your things very, very carefully. To uh, running away from giant boulders... Yeah, uh, like sprint, sprinting faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah, uh, punching boulders. Yeah, like there is nobody that can punch a boulder harder and faster than Chris Redfield, or has fucking like thirty-four inch rims Bi- for thumbs. fucking yeah. yeah for fucking uh, biceps. Yeah, it's uh, what a wild fucking game it I became. Wish, yeah, I wish Resident Evil Five was like the early version that we saw. Yeah. I'm happy with Resident Evil 5. Yeah. It gets shit. Whatever. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I still enjoy it. I enjoy it, but I also understand I, what it yeah, is. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. It's like, I, I know why. It's not as well respected, but like, it's still fun. Yeah. It's not, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of playing as a Chris Redfield who's like, kind of at his breaking point. Mm-hmm. And is like, now in the troubles. <laughs> right, yeah. All of the troubles. And the DLC for it was good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but here's the best thing about Resident Evil 1 Remake. You don't need any DLC. Yeah, it's... It's perfect. Just do the... And they just keep like, okay, now, Invisible Zombies, alright, now it's... Classic mode, so now none of your item boxes are attached. And you can't auto-aim, fucker. Yeah. Oh, and Forrest is chasing you, and if you hit him, he's gonna blow the fuck up and kill everything. Yeah, it doesn't matter how far away you are. It's Mm -hmm. like, he might as well have a fucking nuclear bomb on him. Yeah, just have your knife equipped and just fucking... You can't use survival. You can't use that either. No, I mean, like, so you don't shoot at him. Usually he, well... Just knife a zombie in the face and run, dude. Is that, I'm pretty sure sometimes he is in rooms with other zombies. Mm-hmm. But I think you can, like, leave and come back or, like... Oh, and he'll fucking... There's not many rooms that I can think of off the top of my head where mm-hmm. he appears in with other zombies. But I think he'll, like, replace... Zombies? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just such a cool idea to have this dude, like... It's, like, almost randomized. Yeah, just chasing almost. you, covered in grenades. Yeah. Just 
terrifying, Great. honestly. It's like, yeah, you're in a room, you hear a distinct noise, and it's like, I'm going to try and find another way to that room, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's one of those things, like before I was talking about, where it's both the shining new beginning of what Resident Evil could be, and also that... It's probably for the end. best that that was like, kind of like the best one of those games. Yeah. So I don't know like how many more they really could have kept making. Exactly. Going back to what you had said with, you know, you're going about nine years now on, on making the same fucking game over and over. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, with with the uh, failure, I can't really necessarily call it an absolute failure. It just did not perform the way that Capcom wanted it to with Resident Evil Zero. And Zero was actually already showing us different elements that were going to be shown in other games. Like anime villains. Anime (laughs) villains as fuck. Um, Creepy leech monsters. You know, like uh, monsters that are are not creatures. Or they are creatures rather than more like zombies and monsters, such as hunters, lickers, those sorts of things. Uh, We have the zombie monkeys, the eliminators, uh, the leech monsters with the fucking... I cry laughed, though, one time because the way that they move. Yeah, and, like, I, like, got really ahead of one in that train area when Billy gets knocked off the railing, you know, Mm. by an eliminator and, like, running away from that leech. And then he just does this real long, dumb Gumby step. <laughs> like, Sliding into your DMs. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking sliding into Rebecca's DMs with like a fucking like 25 foot long fucking step. Twirling a cane as he went. <laughs> Dripping his leaf juice. Leaf juice. Leaf juice. That, like, you've probably seen that dumb picture of like John Lennon walking like a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. The absolute madman. <laughs> How could he? Yeah, that's literally what this leech did. I like had to pause and like ugly laugh, which I'm glad I haven't done on our uh, on our series yet. That's whoo. Like, I think you might have. I took it out. <laughs> that Louis the Fourteenth laugh that I've got that I don't want to share with the world right now. Um, I, like uh, I want to have a uh, Tom Cruise from Interview with the Vampire laugh. Like. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of what mine's like, to be honest. That's the only way I laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very, very pomp. Okay. Right. Resident Evil. So, when we do end up going to talk about the Resident Evil series, and the reason why, again, that we've chosen the remake to talk about specifically, is because... Well, when we come to talk about the series, we're not going to spend a lot of time on, say, five... Six Umbrella Corps, Operation Raccoon City, um, and several others. And others. <laughs> and several others that I don't even want to talk about now. I mean, obviously, like... I kind of want to find a Resident Evil Gaiden for the Game Boy Color. Oh, man. Fuck. You know, like, Revelations, Revelations 2 were fun. They're, they're good games. Those are good games. Those go back to playing more like Resident Evil 5, but different. It's a little bit better, I would say. It's like classic Resident Evil, but with... Um, with a friend. The Revelations, yeah. I'm thinking like classic Resident Evil, but with like Resident Evil 4 or 5 controls. Yes. Which is kind of uh, what I kind of wish we still had. Yeah. You know, but again, it's just... And Revelations uh, too, really. The, with the, the partner dynamic, I really like what they did with that. Yeah, like, uh, you know, you got one creepy little girl that can just point at things. <laughs> 
I fucking had so much fun with that shit. I just run ahead of you so you couldn't see and I'd just be standing in a fucking corner and just turn around and point at you. <laughs> just, just like, red rum. And you're just like, what are you fucking doing? It's creepy. Stop it. And I just run away and get got by a zombie. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, like, I'd be your flashlight, and I'd be like, oh, look at all the shiny things. <laughs> You're like, Tyler, there's zombies here. I'm like, look at all the shinies. Like, I'll get them, but... <laughs> <laughs> the zombie, though. Zombie! Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, yeah, there's there's other fantastic Resident Evil games in the series. Uh, it's just that they... They aren't Resident Evil, but at the same time, dude, they kind of outnumber the... The classic Resident Evils now, don't they? Resident Evil is like a... It's a strange amalgamation of games now. It's got a first-person shooter. It's got uh, uh, fucking the Wii games that were like track shooters. Did you ever play Dead Aim? I know of Dead Aim. I that was Aim. the boat one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I played through it twice. I borrowed it from a friend. I beat it in like one night. What the fuck even... It... It was fine. It was fine. It was dumb, but yeah. it was fine. An outbreak. And like the online play with outbreak, that's that's a cool. I idea. would like to see that that kind of game come back. I know that there is kind of like a Resident Evil Two was the one that the community wanted the most as far as a remake goes. This game is still heralded as uh, a massive like win for Capcom talking about the original remake that we've been doing the episode on and it's because of the the acclaim that this game has won when it uh, when it originally released at, in its HD in 2015 over the course of 2 years it sold nearly 2 million copies which kind of sent a massive message to Capcom being like hey do Resident Evil 2 remake there was a guy part of the community board for Resident Evil in Capcom that was like, hey, what do you guys want us to do? And everyone's like, do Resident Evil 2. Do Resident Evil 2. And after a couple months, he's like... People have been saying that since like this game came out. Yeah. Re GameCube remake. Yeah. They're like, this this is great, but Resident Evil 2 now, would like, be fucking nuts. Yeah, like, this is fucking awesome. Now yeah. let's see what you can do with this. Yeah. And like that's that's something that like I was kind of following. It's but for the just... best that they waited so long, too. Yeah. Because of the RE Look engine. at what it looks like now. It's crazy. And they're using it for the new Devil May Cry. And like some yeah. the tech, they, they somebody like pointed out it's like a cutscene with a lady, mm -hmm. and they show like how crazy their hair tech is, and like she's like le she's like leaned over on her side and she like kind of moves her head and like her hair doesn't clip through her like collar it actually like brushes along, <laughs> it's it's weird. To think that, like, we've been seeing that issue <laughs> for, the, like, 18 years now. You need somebody to point it out to you now. It's like, oh, shit, it didn't, did it? Yeah. I'm so used to seeing, like, weird jank like that. It's just, like, yeah, whatever. and, like, just, like, polygons going through polygons that <laughs> should not. And But it's like, yeah, but it's not part of the skeleton of the character, though. We can't make it just, like, hard. You know, we have to, like, deal with it. It's, um... It's in, it's fucking nuts, man. Uh, this all started because we actually bought the game. We voted with our money. Mm -hmm. You know, and because they made a great product. And now Capcom's kind of making good, cool choices now. <laughs> yeah, bringing, uh, bringing a Monster Hunter game to consoles. Yeah. Though, could have done a little bit more. World is a groundwork for what it could be. Yeah. It's a foundation. 
and someday we might have a house or yeah. a mansion on that on that what a mansion <laughs> on that foundation. Yeah, I had to get one in there. We gotta. <laughs> and then just like this remake was the foundation for what we're gonna get with Resident Evil Two Which remake. Is this place? Oh my God! I will give you this lockpick, Jill, the master of unlocking. <laughs> yeah, the, you don't get any cheesy uh, liners, but that they are—they're self-aware. Barry does still say the voice acting is fine. It's and it's it's good. It's, it's what it needs to be. And, yeah, you know, I think like I think we have Wesker's like anime betrayal, and it's. A little... I was always planning to kill you, Chris. <laughs> I I played through Don't Make Cry three recently, and you know oh, what line God. I really liked? Hmm. Um. He's like, I guess, he's like, I hear my soul, too. It's telling me to stop you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my own brand like, of justice. If I, if I heard that back in, like, 2005 when that game came out, I'm like, that was kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Whatever, let's fight. But now I played it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. My soul's telling me to stop you. <laughs> so Capcom's really on the up and up, but uh, as far as the Resident Evil series, Brian, I mean, yes, it's a little too early. And we don't usually get to do episodes like this where we're getting exactly what the fuck we want in a couple months. You know what I mean? Like when we were when we did our Yakuza series mm-hmm. episode. I think we have good luck. Like we predicted. Yeah, Sega straight up like bugged our fucking house or something. They're like, oh, these guys are gonna flip shit. Because come our uh, E3 2018 episode, we found out that what we wanted most was already fucking happening and yeah. coming to us. And now, by the time we're doing our Resident Evil episode, fucking Brent has a copy of I'm saving up my money anyway, but it's out it's out and it's there and it exists. Yeah. Resident Evil two, I can't imagine any other fucking game that I would want more to be remade other than obviously I already got my first one. The second one though. This is this is intense. This is what people have been talking about for. Ages. I feel like it's impossible for this game to disappoint. Yeah, I mean, like it's even it's a high expectation as it has. <laughs> it just starts out and Leon's like <gasps> just shitting in the fucking fucking street. Just that's the game. Well, I think like the whole he was like late to his first day. I wonder if like that's the reason why he was like stuck in the stuck in the trailer oh, park with like fuck. a bad case of the runs. Yeah, like I shouldn't have ordered that Chinese. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna go be a fucking. How old is he? Like I think he's like twenty or twenty-one. He's like yeah, he, which is like nearly impossible as far as a cop is considered. Yeah. Because you know eighteen. Then again, look at fucking Chris Redfield. How old is he? And is he a Green Beret, Special Forces Marine <laughs> killer? <laughs> By the age of twenty, I, I've been through Nam, Desert Storm. <laughs> um, Go look up the lore for some of the characters, like, the biographies that were in, like, the book. Yeah. He served in, like, every branch of military by the age yeah. 22. <laughs> and was, like, a master marksman. Yeah. And none of it like, made any goddamn American sense. American sniper, basically. Um, <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> what do, do you want most out of the series? Like, we already have what we want the most yes. coming out soon. What is the one. second thing that you want out of this? Or what are you looking forward to most? We're as talking as about Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Just fucking be a really goddamn good game. <laughs> what makes it a good game, Brent? Uh, what uh, what we've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> being different from the yeah, initial... Yeah, being just different enough. Like, give us some new surprises. I hope there's like some shit they're not showing us that 
mm-hmm. once we get to it, it's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. More I need... fleshed out characters, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Have you seen those, uh, um, like, have you seen Ada? Yeah. She looks fucking I saw the cool. Ada reveal trailer. Yeah, she's that fucking, was. She's fucking fly. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the story is going to be made better. It looks like they're going to take. They've been taking their time. I hope We're there's like get more really interactions with Leon and Claire. Yeah, that too. That would be really nice. I'm really looking forward to you know such terrifying things as the the plant beneath the PD uh, dealing with the crocodile, um, Mister Fucking X. That's the holy thing. fuck, dude. I wonder when that's gonna come in. Is that gonna be in like the first playthrough? Is it like a Leon only? Is it Claire only? How is this gonna work? I'm really oh, fucking... Because, like, I remember... I can't, I, I've kind of been purposefully yeah. not Looking reading, into anything. I, I, I want to go in and just, like... Shit I, your fucking yes. pants come just, February yes. or January. February? Yeah. It's first quarter of 2019. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Favorite like, day. I'm just... I'm trying not to look at any goddamn details, but sometimes when I see some gameplay, I'm like, I'll yeah, fucking caps. show me that. I think yeah. I follow, like, the Resident Evil, the like, Capcom Twitter page, and they'll post little things about mm-hmm. it. I'm like, that's cool, don't show me that. <laughs> yeah, when we saw it at uh, E3, I was like, okay, you know, like, we want to make sure this is, like, probably the only bit of Resident Evil 2 that we see. And it kind of sucks, because, like, the guy playing it was uh, a programmer or something. He was not a player, yeah. you know? So, playing it was, was uh, kind of jank, you know? But, um, overall... You know what I want the most out of the Resident Evil series ahead of this? Because like you said, I really don't think the Resident Evil 2 is going to disappoint. The only thing that I'm really looking forward to that is keep true to that old school style where you make me scared about every bullet that I fire and every time that I have to heal, I feel like I'm slipping closer and closer to some inevitable doom. That is some terrifying shit. Even if it's like, okay, I need to restart my whole game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like, welcome to Resident Evil, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, that kind of dread. Like, that's... Like, yeah, like, I mean, you... I mean, the more of them you play, it's like, you kind of know what to expect, generally. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't know, it'd be cool to kind of have that, like, experience again, where it's like, I'm just fucking up. <laughs> exactly. So, out of the entire series, the thing that I want the most, obviously, aside from Resident Evil 2... Right. I want them to remaster Code Veronica. Yeah. You know why? So you can do your I got, Alfred voice? I was going to say, I got two fucking reasons. Fucking Grabloids. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Grabloids, you're talking about the, the big worm, right? The big Grab, worm. The yeah. Grabloids, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I just want to make sure you weren't getting The that Mexican mixed. earthworms. <laughs> Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, um, uh, but, but it's south of the borders, so. What if we take Rockford Island and move it somewhere else? (laughs) Um, No, no, no. I I just want to make sure you weren't getting that mixed up with Bandersnatchers, which I know you know the difference, but for some reason in my head, I was like, what are you talking about Bandersnatchers? (laughs) I mean, Bandersnatchers are terrifying. They may be physically ill. Yeah. I don't (laughs) fucking like looking at them. Because the first time I ever saw a game being played, I had like the flu or something. My brother was playing it, and I watched these zombies coming out of the graveyard, these fucking unmarked prison graves. Yeah. These like big nude zombies that lost their dicks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like kind of like towards the end of Resident Evil 2, when you're dealing with like the labs uh i guess also remake 
where you have to deal with like the new fucked up, yeah. yeah, like the morgue zombies like, that are like rotting. <laughs> My dick is gone. But yeah, no, I like, want to take it out on you. Veronica, Veronica did enough creepy shit that was different, you know, from the original series that yeah led to four, five, and six. Where they're like, we don't have to use zombies. I could do without the anime battles. The anime battles (laughs) do not need to happen. Like, the fucking sniper battle with Alfred for no fucking reason. Um, Yeah. Just things like that. Yeah, I mean, if they kind of dialed back some of the really weird shit of Code Veronica. (laughs) No, man, keep it all. As long as Steve suffers, <laughs> it's a successful remake, I guess. That'd be cool. It'd be cool to see, see that game get another, oh. another like a fresh look. Yeah, Nosferatu's. I mean, like anyone. It'd be cool the to Ashford see. Family. It'd be cool to see Nemesis in the RE engine. It'd be cool to see fucking Resident Evil Four. Fuck it. Yeah. Resident Evil Four again in the RE engine. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, what is the Resident Evil title that you have bought the most times? Probably four. Probably four, yeah. Because I bought it on GameCube, and then I bought it on PS3, I'm pretty sure I have it on... I, I know I have it on PC, and then I have it on Xbox One. Yeah, I have it on Xbox One. I have it on... I guess Xbox I think I have it on PS4 as well. <laughs> I have mine on Xbox One, Xbox 360, GameCube. I've played it on PS2. I've played it on PS3. I had it on the Wii. Uh... Yeah. Who fucking knows? And then with Resident Evil 1 Remake, I bought that on the GameCube, I bought that on the Wii, and then I got it on, um... Yeah, they call that one Rebirth. Rebirth. <laughs> Resident Evil. Rebirth. Yeah, man. There's, uh... So, like, they'd be, like, poorly localized, and they'll call it Resident Evil Reverse, confusing <laughs> players, and then they you play the game backwards. <laughs> Live to Darsenr... <laughs> what? No, yeah. Mansion of what? It's gonna be it's gonna be a bright yet dreadful future for the Resident Evil series, and I think that we've got a lot to look Except forward to. I am kind of curious. Like, it might be a while for the touch another Resident Evil after this. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they I imagine that's what they were working on right after they were done with all the DLC for seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, what are they gonna do post release for two, and then? I can't help but wonder. Like, I want to, you know, live in the now, but obviously I'm going to keep thinking ahead. Like, yeah. now what are they going to do? Like, exactly. Because this is going to be live or die after after two. They can ride on that money, but what they do while they have that money, what they put that money into, is going to be the future for Capcom as far as Resident Evil is considered. Yeah. Because I don't know if they're going to, like, follow up the With Resident Biohazard. Evil 7 line. Yeah. I never, I didn't finish all the DLCs for you there. So they I don't really know. Like, you know. I think, honestly, it would be in their best interest to just go and remaster 3 and <laughs> Veronica and then maybe stay Six. away. No. <laughs> and then stay away from, like, things like 5 and 6. Just a brief recap of 6, which is kind of weird that, like, 7 barely talks about it. It's like, okay, like, half of China got, like, wiped out in 6. Yeah. Um, it's fine. What Eastern Europe got ravaged in six? It's fine. Um, a whole fucking city in America got destroyed. Mm. Got, it got raccoon cityed. Mm. It's fine. A very huge, almost apocalyptic impact. 
Yeah. But uh, now we're going back to the bayou up and down there in the Red Needle 7. No, no, we're going to hit. Who do you think you're going to take over that damn post? Get out of here, you zombie. You zombie. Get on out of here. Thanks so much for listening to us again this week. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's all we we had a ton of fun talking about this title, and we appreciate you listening to us. And hopefully, you uh, you found some things that you agreed with, or that you were uh, that made you think. Um, otherwise, you know, let us know what you're looking forward to as far as the Resident Evil series is concerned, and uh, be looking forward to uh, telling you guys what we know and what we enjoy about Resident Evil series as a whole um, in that episode that will come to you in the future. Uh, not next week. We know exactly what we're doing next week, which I hinted at when we did Lily Cat at the beginning of October. So we're really anime, motherfucker. Hope you like anime, Desude! Uh, so yeah, we'll see you next week with that. Uh, as always, uh, if you'd like to give us a couple bucks or something like that to help us upgrade some of our sound equipment, um, or get designs done for t-shirts that might be coming out in the future, uh, you can hit up our Patreon at patreon.com backslash podcast for two people, and uh, you can either pick one of the tiers or uh, just do a donation of however much you would like to put in there. And of course, uh, we'll give you a shout out on one of the episodes here. And uh, thanks a billion, guys, for uh, for listening again. Hope you enjoyed the content this week. Bye bye now. Don't get brained. It's scary out there. <laughs>